Michigan's Upper Peninsula is my home and Escanaba is my hometown. I'm Craig Warple. Hometown Escanaba connects with the people, activities, and newsmakers of Escanaba and the UP. Join us for more interviews at hometownescanaba.com. Now let's find out what's going on. Joining us is Gladstone City Commissioner Brad Mantula. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. You now own a hill overlooking Little Bay Knock. We own one of the most beautiful pieces of property in Delta County. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's the North Shore Development Project that we've been talking about. You've condensed the ownership of the property to the city so that you can potentially get developers to be interested in it. Correct. Well, what we did, we purchased one piece of property, um, twenty just up under 28 acres and combining that with the city's uh, 6.2 acres that we have um, we have a nice uh, plat up there now and uh, we can develop that and uh, continue on growing the needs of the city which are have been identified as um, higher density multifamily uh, housing now the project is moving forward but you don't have any developers we don't have any right developers now. on the books right now but from talking to some developers just this year um garnering their interest and in what they so we know what what they want um uh, they like working with um municipalities we now have the ability to um implement um the infrastructure and the zoning and everything's kind of like a one-stop shop now for them the other nice really bit uh, nice thing is that owning part of the lakeshore there we can the city owning it we can um ensure that there's public access to the lakeshore there um so there can be private development on that plat and even talking to developers they thought it would be advantageous to maintain a public uh, access to that lakeshore even if they had a, a development there that you know their mm -hmm. their development and then future developments all would have access to the lakeshore there so you wouldn't sell that portion the strip along the lakeshore then that, that would be city property that's the way we're going right now correct yeah. Correct. There is no access there right now, other than the fact that people could walk it, right? Right. There's I no mean, trail, it's all private no property. Roads. No, it's just all open dunes right. and pads and dirt and sand. And it's beautiful when you walk it, though. It's already naturally, the topography actually um, layers up from the shoreline to an elevated. Um, I've only looked at it from the OSF parking lot mm -hmm. or the public safety uh, area there. It's right so I've only looked there. at it from that area. That so we're, right we're going to have to go for a walk. Yeah, what you, do you um, say? Uh, anytime you want to go, give me a call. I'll take you for a tour of the new property. <laughs> that would be exciting. Actually, it is exciting. Uh, it is. It, is. It's, um, it meets the demands of a lot. We, we've been getting so many requests for people coming to the area or current residents um, looking for that um, apartment, townhouse, uh, condo-style living where they, can, they have some maintenance taken care of. They don't have to worry about property maintenance. And just the fact that... Um, we with even with the younger generation with the um, remote work you can we have people from all over the country that could be would be drawn here that can work remotely and live in um, live in Gladstone well we certainly will follow that and hopefully uh, something will happen quickly yes we're 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 on it uh, now that we own it it's we can move so much quicker on it we can actually go to people and say how much do you want where do you want it we don't have to say well talk to this third party see what they want to sell negotiate a price with them um, we have it we can do all of that right from the get-go very good 
Some of the other projects uh, that you wanted to talk about here from last night's meeting include the uh, Electric Department Asset Management Plan. Yeah, the Electric Department um, came up with, a, with um, working with an um, engineering firm um, to Kraus Engineering to come up with a five-year um, asset improvement plan, capital improvement plan. Um, so in the next five years, we're looking at spending between about $1.6 and $2 million to upgrade um, poles, meters, um, transformers. The big one there is um, replacing a transformer. There's two of them. Um, replacing a transformer, That just that is going to be about a half million dollars. Um, keeping, keeping the electric um, grid asset that the city owns um, in good condition so citizens can um, reliably uh, count on power delivery and have that uh, stable power grid is there an issue now no um, this is all preventative maintenance. We definitely don't want to be chasing um, chasing problems. We want to be preventing them. Um, so know, there's no problems you're chasing at the moment? No, correct. This is all um, problems identified through work. our electric department, mm-hmm. working with Kraus um, um, Power Engineering. They're out of uh, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, and they do this kind of work all over the country. Um, they came in, looked at our asset. They're familiar with what we have, and um, they put together a very nice plan and um this this is going to put us in a position where we're not chasing problems and having higher costs of fixing failures um great example is a couple years ago we increased the um, budget for um, line clearing um along you know tree clearing along power lines mm-hmm. and that we did that uh, started that uh two two years ago right before we had that big snow everybody remembers that big snow we had right around thanksgiving we had very flattened all the trees yes we had very few outages because that year was the first year we increased the budget and had i think we doubled it and had much more line clearing we had very very few outages due to that event well good timing there yeah and so a little bit of little couple literally about twenty thousand, twenty five thousand dollars extra in maintenance saved us. I mean, probably that much in mm-hmm. overtime and repairing damaged poles, lines, transformers, and things like that. I know a lot of these plans are based on potential funding, state funds, federal funds. If you don't have a plan, you can't get those kinds of funds. Right. But the cities across the country these days are certainly being affected by a lack of these plans from 50, 60 years ago where you had infrastructure, therefore we had it and don't have to deal with it. So, you know, that's the problem of all of our water lines and things like that now. Do you see these kinds of plans as probably preventing those kinds of things down the line or are we catching the handle of kind of keeping up with the maintenance of all of our utilities within communities? Uh, I can can only speak for Gladstone, but for Gladstone, yes. Um, Another good example is roads. Roads. Um, We've been doing water lines, um, sewer lines. Um, Our water treatment plant, Mm -hmm. um, that's coming along. Um, That is now, um, they are full force um, doing the engineering on that. All the pre-work is done so that those plans are in the in the midst of getting done. So we're going to have be upgrading for things that haven't been done in 40, 50 years on that. You've been very aggressive lately on some major road projects within the city. Do you feel that you're keeping up with what needs to be done? Yes. uh, Those are major improvements. Plus we did a lot of chip sealing this year on Lakeshore Drive and several other roads, Um, keeping those from chip sealings, not a end all repair but mm-hmm. it it extends the life of the road so um doing things like that is keeping up with 
some of the maintenance. And as we go through our, our phaser um, evaluation is what they call it. It's PH phaser. Um, it's, it's an acronym. Um, repairing those roads as as we um can and we've been um luckily enough to um the state uh, revenue sharing has been increasing and so that has been allowing us we've been aggressive in directing funds um from the um you know fr from dpw to mm -hmm. road maintenance and road repair and i think you can see that uh, throughout gladstone you did have a report on the north 15th street project yes um which several, was completed earlier several weeks year. ago um we had had, uh, you know, we've had some citizens coming in um, concerned about the condition of the um, the construction project and the ditches and things like that. And so um, the city manager, DPW, and um, the some other departments took a look at that, um, engaged uh, Coleman Engineering and um, some of the other um, uh, engineers that were on that project concerned with the um, Thickness of the pavement, the gravel used. Thickness of the pavement? Yeah, that was one of the concerns. It wasn't thick enough? Well, that was one of the concerns, but we we we, we bid it all out on engineering spec, and that was what it was. Some of the citizens had concerns, so to... Because of the water levels, alleviate in there. those concerns. Well, there was another one: drainage. Um, we, um, you know, our engineer looked at the Army Corps of Engineer report and lake levels and that, and. Um, just as an example, right now one of the um, one of the culverts that someone had a concern about the lake elevation was uh, 580.44 feet, and the land was at 580.62 feet back on um, 17th. So, 50. I'm sorry, 15th Street. So that that's that ditch is two a quarter inch above lake level um so it's almost lake level when you get a stiff south wind it's the lakes pushing right back into that whole thing and there's not much you can do about it to make the grade from that to where the lake is a lot of it is just mother nature and where we are right now the lakes are still they're down quite a bit but they're still above well above average okay so so they we looked at the gravel the paving and we just went went back through had them write a report um letting us know that the gravel the aggregate was up to spec everything it was four uh, e1 uh gravel um uh, or that was the pavement uh the gravel met all the uh requirements of m dot it's 22a m dot 22a gravel which is what they use on all the roads um and so we have that report that was presented last night um it's available if some of the citizens are uh concerned looking for it that is in the packet from last night all of the down and dirty details of the uh, gravel report and mechanical analysis and um, water uh, report is there in last night's uh, agenda packet. So if anybody's concerned, we didn't have anybody there last night, um, even though it was on the agenda um, to, that I think had spoke before, but um, it is there now. And uh, if they're looking for that information, they can just look it up online or contact city hall and they could be directed to it you dealt with a proposed ordinance that controls uh shipping or storage containers within the city yes these uh, are those pod type yes containers. the pod things uh we added that to the um 
the ordinance basically defining a shipping container and then where they can be put. So um, where can you put them? Industri- anywhere in right. zoned industrial. Um, so they you can't really, use them as a shed in the backyard. No, but if you have one currently, you can keep it. So you're grandfathered in. You're not going to be have to remove it. So if you currently have it on your property, it can stay. So um, the, why I, did you want to address this then? Um, Renee and our um, planning department said that uh, she probably gets two or three calls a month, people asking if they can put a shipping container in their yard. Um, they've re- lately have gone up in cost quite a bit. They used to be relatively a year or two ago. They were relatively uh, inexpensive for. They're very heavy duty, and mm-hmm. you know they're made to go on a ship and a truck and a train. Um, people were looking to put those in their yard for um, dry storage and. They, you know, we didn't have anything in stone that said you couldn't do it or where you could put them. You know, what were the setbacks or what areas could you, could you put them in commercial zone? You consider them an eyesore in a residential area? That's the problem. It doesn't meet uh, zoning, you know, like if you build a garage or anything else that has a certain setbacks, certain roof height lines, certain, you know, certain requirements for any type of structure you build. So these, these um, really, you know, on city lots, if you, you know, you're putting it, you know, five feet from the property mm-hmm. line, um, right next to the road and things like that. And people say, well, it's my property. I can do whatever I want. You can, but you know, there's still many, still many, um, um, requirements to building on your sure. own property. And this, we had to add this one just as a kind of a future concern that, uh, it didn't get out of hand. It was a public hearing last night. Did you deal with the ordinance or do you have to have another We passed public it. Hearing? We okay. did, we passed it. This was the final public hearing. So we, um, we passed the ordinance unanimously. You did set a special meeting for an audit presentation. Yep. Our yearly audit is, is complete. And, um, our um, audit team is going to be there with uh, staff, and uh, we're going to be doing that tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. Um, have a uh, presentation um, by the audit committee to um, go over that audit and uh, answer any questions that staff, commission, um, and the public may have. So if anybody's interested, um, you know, uh, in the forum, the voter forum, last week there was a lot of a lot of discussion by some of the candidates of the budget and the, you know where does money go and everything like that well not only the budget workshops that are quite extensive at the beginning of the year this the audit goes through every single line and um says okay you said this is where the money's going to go prove that it went there and they look it over to make sure that all that lined up and we've always had a very clean audits with no major um, issues, and uh, this year is looking to uh, be the same. Okay. So if, if people are concerned about the finances of the city and want to know more about what how the accounting goes, this is a, <laughs> a great way to do it. Probably more information than they uh, <laughs> want to know, but it, it's every single penny. You mentioned the election next uh, week. It is on November 2nd. November 2nd. For three positions on the Gladstone City Commission, you have nine candidates. Correct. Which has made it difficult for me to do interviews here. I wanted to do that. That's a lot of candidates. There's a lot of people to talk with. You did talk about the uh, League of Women Voters Forum that some of them showed up uh, yes. for that you, I saw you attended to kind of see what was going to be happening. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to hear from them, mm-hmm. you know, potential uh 
uh, commissioners, you know, the ones that are running and, uh, um, you know, see what, what they had to say and just, um, you know, support that public forum. So that election then will be uh, next Tuesday. I didn't mean to go from that to this next one, but the uh, pump out station at the marina. <laughs> yeah. Um, with the uh, the pump is, out station, is this a new grant, a new project, yep. or is it replacing? It's replacing. Okay. There's a pump out station. Um, it's old. It's tired. Um, we're having issues with it, and of course, being pump out station on on the marina, there's yeah, you a, don't want uh, that by the water. No, right, exactly. There's a very uh, envi- big environmental concern there. So, did you um, accept grant. the grant, or did you um, we applied for, for it? it. Okay. Um, the there'll be the grants will be um, issued next spring. So we're looking what at what grant uh, did you apply for? It's a wa- it's a let's see what was it, a waterways grant. It's okay. it's a pump out station grant. So um, but through who? It is through it's through the state, I believe, and it covers seventy five up to seventy five percent of the cost. Which is how much? Um, it's going to be about sixty five hundred dollars. Okay. So not a huge not a huge uh, project, but hey, if we can get some help with, you know five grand here and six grand there um, we definitely want to take advantage of those uh, opportunities to uh, you know alleviate any costs on that department anything else you want to talk about here today brad um just that uh i want like everybody to get out and vote november 2nd um, i think our next meeting is uh after that so we may have some new commissioners they are sworn it's a immediate um occupancy of mm-hmm. the position after the election so um the uh, the three incumbents are running um on the ballot so uh, just encourage everyone to get out there and um you know there's not much else on the ballot but get out there and vote and um you know let the let the let your uh, voice be heard brad mantula is a gladstone city commissioner i might say too that you're also the pro temp mayor yes for for the city which is why you come in here yes yeah, so joe I'm, can't make it right i'm not trying to <laughs> I, I think it's one you know he joe does a great job and does a lot of meetings and the mayor has a lot of other uh, uh duties to perform so i kind of help him out with this one and i appreciate it you're very good at keeping us all informed of what's going on in gladstone so well i enjoy so doing it you by the way you're not up for re-election so. no i'm not on there yeah so. next time next time i'll be back <laughs> next time brad mantela with the gladstone city commission thanks so much thanks greg Thank you for listening. A special thanks to our sponsor, SwedishPimple.com. Check out all of the fishing lures made right here in the Upper Peninsula at SwedishPimple.com. You can continue to follow us at HometownEscanaba.com. We connect with the people, activities, and newsmakers from Escanaba and Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Upper Peninsula.